Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? I am doing great. Thank you for asking. I am in beautiful, sunny Los Angeles this week. Came out here for a little work. And then everyone got COVID, not me. So we're pivoting real quick. So kind of a shit show, but nothing says, hey, get ready the week before your wedding, like going on a business trip for probably nothing. So anyways, hope everyone's doing well. Gird your loins. Everyone's getting sick again. Just take your zinc, take your vitamin D, go for a walk in the sunshine, be careful, be safe. You know, we're just living in this shit. As somebody who's had COVID three times, you know, it is what it is, but just everybody, you know, mind your manners. Yeah, so that's what we're doing. <laughs> really seems like I'm starting off negative. I'm not. I just literally, as I was, you know, on a cross-country flight yesterday, which I got to be honest with you, not traveling for work has been nice for the last, I mean, I've only had, what, a week off of not traveling for work, but it has been nice for like a week just to, I don't know, go pick up Mexican food at night and stare at my dog. You know what I mean? Like that's where I'm at emotionally, just really trying to do as many domesticated things as possible. Uh, what did I do? I cleaned toilets the other day. I was cleaning the kitchen. I was scrubbing grout. We lost our housekeeper, Miss Carla. She was a dream, absolute love bug, adored her, but moved on um, to a different state with her fam. So, you know, now we're back to square one. And I gotta be honest with you, I'm itching. You know, when I, though, when I get nervous or when I do have anxiety, I do clean. And I'm, I'm a particularly, how do I put it? I'm a very clean person, hygienic, always everything's wiped down, Clorox, the bathroom's clean. I'm vacuuming, I'm swiffering, I'm doing all that shit. Messy, fuck yes. Like when I come into a hotel room, it kind of explodes. And I'm a very intricate packer. I pack everything in cubes. But then the cubes, once I get to the destination, fucking explode. So I've told you this before. I I really enjoy for my mental health a 10-second tidy, or as I call it every night, a 10-minute tidy. And, you know, so during the day, the room is a mess. And then right before I go to bed, everything's picked up and put away. And Jeff will come into our room and be like, I'm going to go nuts. And I'm like, but it's clean, though. Where Jeff is the opposite. He'll put everything on one chair and it will be folded nice and neatly, but he wouldn't clean a toilet for 45 years. 
Do you know at one point in our relationship, and I know I have spoken about this on, on the podcast before, Jeff was sleeping in his apartment in Hoboken. And because he has a broken nose, he did not know that a cat had snuck into his room. His roommate's cat had snuck into his room, peed on his duvet cover, on his comforter, and he had been sleeping in cat piss for six months. Didn't know it we were long distance and I came over and I said, honey, it smells like cat piss in here. And he got all upset with me. He's like, oh, you're just shitting on my frat pad. And, and then I pulled back his Navy duvet cover and we could see that the cat had peed into the down comforter. And I won $40 on that bet. So I just want to say, I know my husband's going to listen to this podcast. Yes. Am I a tornado? Am I a, a, am, am, am I a tsunami of emotion and whirlwind? Do I come into a room, stir the pot and then bounce out like a little baby back bitch? For sure. Absolutely. Does that also make me wildly attractive though? Yeah. That's why he sticks around. Never knows what he's gonna get. You know what I'm saying? Anywho, so I'm on this flight yesterday and I just want to give a shout out to Delta Airlines. Let me tell you about this. I'm going to guess Slavic, maybe Georgian, not from the state of Georgia. I'm talking like Georgian, Croatian, kind of for that Baltic region flight attendant we had yesterday. It, let me tell you what, you know, your girl's Delta Diamond. The one thing I spend money on is first class tickets and I usually get upgraded anyways. I fly three times a week. All right. That's my, that's my one non-negotiable. I'm sorry. I spent years sitting by the shitter. Mama's up front. Okay. First of all, shout out to the short rib dinner I had was absolutely fucking fantastic. Had a nice succotash, succotash, which is usually like a bean corn kind of vegetable medley, if you will. Beautiful Carolina rice and some Fox Brothers short rib barbecue. And a fabulous side salad and dessert. Really chef's kiss, Delta Catering. Got to be honest with you. And if you're not from Atlanta, you don't know what Fox Brothers Barbecue is, get on my level. But I want to go back to my Baltic area flight attendant. So the Wi-Fi goes out at one point, okay? And this woman is troubleshooting. This bitch at one point was upside down, banging with the, she had like a wrench, some pliers, and a, I swear to God, all of a sudden just like, beam me up, Scotty, like somehow slipped into a spacesuit. And I'm looking at her going, did this bitch just do a quick change? She is, and then she, every time she would get on the announce, you know, the, the PA system to announce, she would be screaming, screaming. That's not the right accent. This is a little more German. She would be screaming about how eager she was to get the Wi-Fi back. And I just want to say they got the Wi-Fi back. Like this bitch wasn't playing around, but I'm, I'm seat 4A. So I can see this woman. At one point, she takes a panel off the roof of the airplane in her galley and it's just me, 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 Like, I don't know, I don't know what she was doing. Lights were flashing. She was me, me up, Scotty. Like there was some sort of Star Trek engagement. She's on the phone with earth. She had two phones, right? So she has a PA system on her left shoulder. She has the secret cell phone that calls the earth on her right. So she's getting the information on how to reset the system, which I thought would just be on a panel by like the door. It was not, it was in the ceiling. And this is like a newer airplane. So she is literally has the iPhone on one hand on one shoulder, right? 
And she just keeps leaning her head left and right to just switch over to phones. So she gets a direction from Earth and then is like, me, me, mom, beep, beep. And then like typing in all these things, lights are flashing. Now at no point does anybody feel like unsafe. This is like a, this looks like an electrical panel, literally like if you were rewiring your router, that's how it felt. It wasn't like, oh, there are flames, there are sparks, nothing like that. I'm like, this bitch is just literally dialed into the motherboard and is resetting the entire internet. Like she time traveled, went back to the day that like Al Gore said he invented the internet, debunked that myth, and then literally came back to present day time in the matrix. Do you know what I'm saying? She has a short Guy Fieri haircut, fucking fierce lavender eyeshadow. Face is beat. This this lady's face is beat, okay? And she is getting on the PA system being like, ladies and gentlemen, we are walking on the internet. Give me 15 minutes. I am speaking to the ground control. We are getting the internet. Ground control. Me, 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 me. And then you just hear like the shit rebooting. And everyone in first class is kind of looking around because like we have eyes on this woman. We see at one point, like she and her fellow attendant are like, in a cheerleading stunt. Like they are doing a basket toss up into the air, holding this woman quad to quad, just flexing their shins and their calves to make sure that this woman can get up there to the motherboard. I mean, she fucking traveled in time, reset the internet, rewired it. And then I was back to shopping on SaxFifthAvenue.com. Do you know what I'm saying? It was so wild. I am so thrilled that Squarespace has sponsored our Absolutely Not podcast because I just think Squarespace is an absolute gem of a service. I love them. Squarespace is basically the best way that you need to build a website. You need to build a website. You want to start a boss babe business. Squarespace has it all there right for you. Okay. Listen, from websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. Again, I cannot drive this idea home hard enough. Work smarter, not harder. Go to squarespace.com, sign up, look at their tools, look at their beautiful designs, their platform to help you build your business and your online presence. Here's the deal. Check out squarespace.com slash absolutely for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Okay. This is easy breezy. I love Squarespace. They have e-commerce. You can connect, you know, your YouTube, you can add Vimeo, you can add your Instagram, your Twitter, whatever you want. You can literally put it all there. Again, I built my touring website with Squarespace and it was easy breezy, no brainer. You can connect all your social media accounts. You can also look at your traffic overflow. You own your own content. The cool thing is the analytics. So I know what's the best day to post. When am I getting a lot of traffic to the website? Literally everything's right there. They've got email campaigns. You can collect donations. You can do social sharing. But to me, the analytics and being able to finally be able to read, you know, your business information online so you can understand what's working on your website and what's not. It's just, it's just so beneficial and so crucial to helping you build the best business. Again, I'm going to tell you again what you can do. Head to squarespace.com slash absolutely for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash absolutely. So I get on this airplane yesterday. Bitches are running it. They are like 
on it. They are not fucking around. I get this Fox Brothers short rib little dinner treat. I am fucking wolfing my food down. And then halfway here, I get a text. Hey, we got to figure all this out. Everybody's got COVID. So we all have to get tested. And I was like, not people that I was with, people I'm coming to see to work with. So I was like, okay. So anyways, all of this being said, I got on a work trip and now I'm chilling in Los Angeles. So I'm going to go shopping. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm going to do. And if you don't think that I'm going to go down Rodeo Drive and, and if one person looks at me like you're too chubby to be in our store, I will fucking pretty woman the shit out of them. Because when I lived in LA before, I didn't have a pot to piss in, right? I was like always working in gyms. And now that, you know, I'm working my ass off and actually like doing what I said I was going to do. Of course, now I can go buy myself a pair of shoes. You know what I mean? Yes, we have the luxury and the privilege. I can go buy myself a purse. Mama has been literally working her ass off. So I'm going to hit the Rodeo Drive. Like I never really, when I lived here, I would go to lunch in some places in Beverly Hills if like someone's mom was in town and we like, got a free lunch. You know what I'm saying? But I've never just, you know, walked the streets of Beverly Hills as a consumer, as another snotty nosed bitch with an attitude and an Amex that has never been my journey. So if you don't think that my friend Jen Zabrowski and I are going to have a ladies who lunch day, hit the Saks Fifth Avenue, the Barneys and a Jimmy Choo, you don't know what's happening. You must not know me now, but don't worry. It doesn't matter what department store I go into. I will be in the very back of the sale department. And truly, it's not like I can walk into a Dior tomorrow and buy something off the rack. You know, they, <laughs> they don't make my size. So that's also a thing. That is also what keeps me in a checks and balances because when designers don't make your size, you just kind of like can buy a pair of sunglasses and designer sunglasses really and truly, if you spent more than $400 on them, jokes on you. So I may get out of this entire Rodeo drive trip, maybe $500 in the red. You know what I mean? Whereas if I was thinner, it would be thousands of dollars in the red. But that's, see, that's how God said, Heather, I'm going to give you a checks and balance on your life. You're a size 14. No, 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 no. We don't have that in Prada. We don't have that in the Dolce Gabbana. Actually, Dolce Gabbana does, but it's Italian. So it's really still probably an eight. Anyways, what I'm saying though, is even the days that I want to ball out, ball hard, I won't. I'll buy a sensible pair of sunglasses, maybe a Dior lip gloss, and then I'll go and get a lunch special. I'll say, you know what? I'm going to have the chopped salad and the iced tea. Is the iced tea, does it come with it? Great. What was that? 20, $25. Great. Give you a big tip. Like that's where I'm at. I will treat myself later to a cookie though. And that's a vicious cycle. Cause if you go shopping with me and nothing fits, I then hit a sweet treat about 3 PM and an iced coffee for a pick me up. And then I'm face down in the bottle of Cabernet by I'd say 7 p.m. It's a real emotional journey. Anyways, I don't know where I was going with this, but all I want to say is I have been really having an emo Nemo moment. I cried on the treadmill this morning. I did get back on birth control and it's not something I wanted to do, but I did it because I'm supposed to be on my period on exactly the day of my wedding. And my period is 28 days to the moment, to the hour, the umpteenth degree my period does not sway. And I was like, fuck. Also, my acne has been really bad. I think I'm getting an ovarian cyst is coming bad. So listen, I'm putting fucking lipstick on the pig. 
I did all the hormonal work. I've done the journey. I have worked with every fucking doctor in Atlanta over the last nine months. I'm starting to feel good. I'm starting to lose the weight again. But my doctor was like, Heather, at this point, either you have eggs or you don't. It's not going to affect my fertility because I was on it for so fucking long. I'm doing it so I'm not bleeding through my very expensive dress on my wedding. And so I can go have, you know, raw dog it. I'm trying to raw dog it for a while and just have a good time on my honeymoon. Do you know what I mean? Is that bad to say? And if you're on birth control, fucking live your life. If you have an IUD, like pop, drop and lock it. I'm not saying that anybody on birth control should feel bad, but I was off of it for a while. And I got to be honest with you. If a synthetic hormone makes you happy, it does. I'm not a bad person on the pill. I always have great skin. I'm, I'm able to fluctuate, like regulate my weight. Whenever I come off the pill, it's my hair falls out. My skin gets mad. I get super bloated and I'm emo. But today I was just on the treadmill and I was like, I'm feeling good. Like most people go either way. Either they're completely a psychotic hormonal mess. They stab their coworkers on birth control or they're like me and they like cruise and look great. <laughs> like I just do well. And also I can't have an ovarian cyst again. Like I can feel them creeping on. I go, no, 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 no. Mama's too busy. I, I literally don't have time for that. But you know what I mean? Like, I know a lot of women listen to this podcast or even husbands or partners or gay men. You know your besties. You know your wife. You know your, your sister. They're either two ways. They either go two ways. They're either cool as a fucking cucumber, glowing from within because they do well on medication, or they're literally doing zoomies in your garage right now with a machete and, and just slash the tires on your mom's Toyota Sienna. You know what I mean? It can go either way. But I did cry today on the treadmill. I was listening to this song by Dylan Francis and I'm just like, you know what I mean? I'm just like jamming. Guys, I just want you to know, I want you to know, this is how psychotic I've become in the joy in my life of how I'm so happy. I just feel so grateful. I feel so happy to have this time off and to enjoy the summer. And then we will absolutely be back to work come August. But I ran like put one foot in front of the other. I was in a dead sprint for <clears throat> seven and a half minutes on the treadmill today. I, I'm going to give you a second. I'm going to let you digest that. I'm going to let you just take a second moment of silence. Hold on. I'm going to let you digest that because what I just said is truthful. I had a fucking pep in my step this morning. I've been working out. I told you working out makes me feel good. I am lifting heavy weights again. I fucking love weightlifting. It brings me joy. I see my muscles popping. I, can't, I won't do cardio. Like if you ask me to go for a light jog, even through like an ice cream shop, I'm gonna go, I gotta walk. You know what I mean? The knees click from dancing. I can't. I was in a full dead sprint. I would say I was going about 5.7 miles an hour, which is not fast. But it was brisk. Seven and a half minutes. Did sprint. Just want to let y'all know. Who is she? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. But it might be because I'm back on the bill. <laughs> you know? Like, I try and be crunchy granola. I, you know, I take my vitamin D. I take my zinc tinctures. I'm, I'm on the melatonins. You know, I am supplementing with the health. But some days you just gotta fucking, you know what, Big Pharma? Let me tell you about Big Pharma. Are they killing us all? For sure. But do I want acne on my chin? And do I want to be, have a hemorrhaging period on the day I say I do? I don't. 
So am I putting a Band-Aid on the problem? Sure, sure I am. But that's where I'm at. <laughs> and I'm literally jogging. I don't know who she is, where she got the burst of energy. I mean, I'm basically like a Formula One athlete right now. Insanity. I just got excited. I was like on the treadmill. And you know, when you're like, feel like you're the main character in a movie and I'm listening to just like raging EDM music and I'm like, fuck yes, let's go, let's go. And there was a German tourist staying in this hotel standing next to me being like, you can do it. And I just, it was really, I don't know. Actually, there was no one there. It was just in my imagination. Okay. Also, I might be spiraling. So this um, podcast is getting weird. So anyways, I just want to give a big shout out to all the boss babes out there who are flying cross country, doing work, even though, you know, we have one of the biggest events of our life coming up in two weeks. But you know what? We're still out there. We're still hustling. No days off for my boss babes. No days off for my bad bitches running shempires. And... If you at any reason or at any point have eaten short ribs in the last 24 hours, started birth control again and ran for seven minutes straight in a fairly decent jog, a brisk jog on the treadmill, I want you to know you're doing great, sweetie. And I'm very proud of you. You know, I was telling you earlier how I like to do a deep clean of my house for my mental state. When I get anxious, I like to clean and get organized and do my 10 second tidy at night. But here's the thing. How important is it for you to take care of your mental space? You know, it's one thing to take care of your physical space, but are you taking care of the mental space? Because at the end of the day, that is what's most important. Listen, I love Talkspace. I'm so glad that they've been working with me through the podcast. And I have had such amazing feedback from y'all who have used my coupon code to get a licensed therapist to help you anytime you need it because Talkspace is awesome. It's a cool platform that basically no matter where you are in your mental health journey, talking to a therapist who's trained to help you makes a huge difference. And Talkspace takes some of the pressure off that first step. It's a more flexible, convenient, and affordable way to get high quality care. Once you match with one of their licensed therapists, you can message them anytime through the app or schedule a live session if you need some FaceTime. With 24-7 text, audio, and video messaging, Talkspace lets you talk to a licensed therapist without needing an appointment. It is so hard for me when I'm on the road, when I'm traveling to get that appointment in, but because of the 24-7 talk and text and audio, it's so easy. I can do it on my time from wherever I am in the world. It is just awesome. Also, Talkspace is private, secure, and most importantly, accessible. It's everything you love about therapy without the stuff that gets in the way. Here's the thing. Match with your dedicated therapist today at Talkspace.com and use promo code ABSOLUTELY during your sign-up to get $100 off your first month. Again, that's $100 off at Talkspace.com, promo code ABSOLUTELY. Trust and believe me, babies, Talkspace is where it's at. We are all about taking care of ourselves in the way that we need to, and that is why I love Ritual. Listen, gaps in the diet shouldn't be ignored. Did you know that over 97% of women age 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet? And 95% are not even getting the recommended daily intake of key omega-3s. Y'all, vitamin D and omega-3 is so important. It's especially important to have healthy brains and to feel good and to have energy and just 
immunity, all the things. Listen, Ritual is essential for women. 18 and up multivitamin was formulated with exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in diets of women 18 and up. It's formulated with nutrients to help support, like I said, brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. But Ritual didn't stop there. They invested in a gold standard university-led clinical trial to prove the impact of essential for women 18 and up multivitamin. And the results... It has been shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in 12 weeks. This is awesome. Listen, I freaking love Ritual. It's a no-brainer. It comes right to my house. It's so great. It's easy to take. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit Ritual.com. That's R-I-T-U-A-L.com slash absolutely and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at Ritual.com slash absolutely. Again, make your life easy. Have it shipped right to your house. Ritual is committed to the best of the best and I love them. They always have clear communication, vegan-friendly ingredients, no shady stuff. So again, that's 10% off at Ritual.com slash absolutely. All right, let's get into the voicemails. I want you to know that when I was sitting down to go through some of these voicemails this morning, I did not have to scroll lower. These were the literal top that were so insane, so unglued, so unhinged that these absolutely had to make the podcast today. So without further ado, let's get into the absolutely not line. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503. That's the absolutely not line. Please hit the hotline this next week and a half. I'm going to be recording a bunch of episodes before I head out. Like, let's get into the voicemails. I know we've been doing so much material and so much work on the road with the tour, but I want to hear what your absolute knots are for the summer, summer travel, into school year, just everything. What in your life is an absolute not or an absolute yes? Let's get into it. Hi, Heather. This is Olivia, originally from Denver, but living in Charlotte, which is a doozy of a change. Um, but I don't know if this is an absolutely not or an absolutely yes, because I don't know these people, but kind of just a what the fuck. My boyfriend and I's neighbor down the street, I guess, ran her boyfriend over with her car the other day. And so we had to wait for the sheriff's department to get here so that our other neighbors could give their statement. Um, apparently, she had kicked him out. And then he came back in an Uber. And then she tried specifically eight times weaving back and forth before she finally ran him over. And then I guess he was laying in our front yard. And she was just wailing on him. Meanwhile, my mom had just flown in from Denver. And we were just drinking our Cabernet, minding our own business in the backyard. Didn't didn't know any of that happened. So I guess absolutely not to having your neighbor go crazy on their boyfriend. And now we just live next to her. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, love and light. Okay, legally, I feel like I need to respond to this by saying allegedly, okay, allegedly. We don't know these people. I don't know what's happening. I'm not trying to get sued. So allegedly, this woman ran her her man over. Also, side note, I'm not trying to laugh at this because clearly there's like a horrific domestic situation there. And it goes to show that like women can also be wildly abusive to men. But also this doesn't bode well for that like, annoying joke that we always hear like women can't drive it took her eight times to try and hit the guy that doesn't help our case do you know what i mean 
It's moments like this. Like when I was watching the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, I think they're both assholes at the end of the day. Like, I don't think that Johnny Depp comes out of this some like unsung hero. I think clearly he has substance issues, but she's definitely fucking nuts. All right. Like that's point blank period given. They both love the chaos. They both like the toxicity. But when Amber Heard, you know, took a shit in his bed, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. It almost felt like, our cause, the things that women have been fighting for, for the equality, that I'm not crazy. And then they bring up the evidence of the doo-doo on the duvet, the doo-doo on the duvet, and here we are. It took us back 40 fucking years. Do you know what the suffragettes were thinking when they saw the doo-doo on the duvet? They go, for fuck's sake, Amber. For fuck's sake. You know what's next? They're already trying to take away our reproductive our body autonomy, reproductive rights. You know what's going to be next? You know what's going to be next? Something even worse. We're not going to be able to go to the bathroom because you did the doo-doo on the duvet. Now, I am not saying that your neighbor running her, her boyfriend over was warranted. I'm there. I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. Allegedly, this all happened. But I want you to know what I took away from this is it took her eight times. You know what I mean? That's, that's the problem. So don't tell people that because then automatically it sounds like, yeah, well, women aren't great drivers. You know what I mean? And I hate to even joke about that, but that's it. Hopefully this man is okay. I don't know the details, but I'm just letting you know. When I hear something like that, the comedic side of my brain goes, oh, for fuck's sake. Here come the women are bad drivers jokes. Line them up, tee them off. Let's fucking go, doggy. Also would like to say, I do want to just welcome you to the South. (laughs) Like, welcome to Charlotte. Welcome to the South. And I will say this in defense of women. Women in the South get shit done. Women in New Jersey also get shit done. I have been to Denver, love Denver, love Colorado, great place. But I will say, I do think women in the mountain regions, even the Pacific Northwest are definitely not as full throttle as a bitch from say, Louisiana, say Red Bank, New Jersey. I don't know, Atlanta, Georgia. Like we just really have a little extra pep in our step. It does stem from A, the humidity, when you are constantly in a state of swamp ass, a breast sweat, you do just kind of, you have a little more, as they call, agita, which means you just kind of like, you know, you're waiting, you're a ticking time bomb waiting. When you have that cool, mild climate out in Denver, you are not thinking about how you could stab your boyfriend. It's just, you're like, you know what? I'm comfortable. There's a nice breeze. I don't have a, you know, unsolicited rash under my titties. It's just, you're in a more enjoyable environment. Also out in Denver, just so you know, you know, they call it member because there are so many great men, single men. I always tell my women, listen, I don't want a fucking guy who canoes either. But apparently if you want to get dick down, you got to go to Denver. So this poor woman in Charlotte, now is she crazy? Probably. Is the boyfriend crazy? They're probably both fucking nuts. But she's so desperate for to get dick down. And then when he did her dirty dog wrong, she's like, I thought I, I thought this was the one 
That's why they're in that situation. Okay. It's desperation. I was having a really long talk with my sister the other day and Ashley is such a fucking catch, right? She's such a catch, beautiful, smart, great personality. And she's like, Heather, I'm fucking done with the apps. I'm done with the dating apps. I'm so fucking over this. And I really, I'll bring her on the podcast so that she can talk about it from her point of view, because I feel bad. I haven't had a lot of people on the podcast talking about single life. Like, obviously I live in my bubble of married life, but there is so much, there's, there's so many single gals and guys who listen to me. But one of the biggest takeaways Ashley said was she's like, Heather, I am, you know, 38 years old. I'm go on these apps and it's just a numbers game to these guys. She's like, they immediately in the first 10 minutes ask for a titty pic or a photo of your vagina and it's bullshit. They are not going to be a gentleman or be an adult and have a stimulating conversation. She's like, I'll show you my titties when you take me to dinner, but they're just going to move on because they're going to have some 21 year old who's like, yeah, I'll show you my titties. Do you know what I'm saying? Ashley's like, I'm fucking done with this. It's a fucking numbers game. It never works out for women. It's only for the guys. And she and I were looking through her bumbles. I was like, some of the messages she got. And I'm like, this is dire. This is dire. So I have also encouraged her to go out West, maybe to hit Denver for a minute to get dick down. Also Europe. I think men in Europe are chef's kiss fantastic. But that's also probably why this woman was running over her boyfriend. You know, whatever. She's like, this is my, she got her claws in the last decent guy in Charlotte. And he's probably still not even decent because the men to women ratio is like 80, 20, 80 being the women. And then she can't even properly hit him with her car because women don't know how to drive. So that is the spiral. And that's where my brain goes. You know, maybe, maybe a knock on the door. Hey guys, how we doing? I brought a casserole and an ice pack over. Are we all good? Are we all good? You know, it takes two to tango. If she kicked him out though, we don't know what happened. But if she kicked him out, he came back and then she tries to run him over the car. I do think she's probably guilty. You know what I mean? I, I do think allegedly, I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't even see it in the news. From what you're saying, I'm saying Amber Heard did a doo-doo on the duvet, and now the women's movement has been backed up a bit. So that's why I can't run for political office. (laughs) That is why, even though I have political aspirations, that is why I probably won't. Because if I were in an interview, okay, if I were in an interview and they were like, Heather, What do you think as Senator, what do you think you could do to help climate change? I'd be like, well, thank you for that question, Martha. I don't know if you know this, but Amber Heard took a dump on a duvet and then I would spiral like my, I couldn't put the the clues together like A to B. Like, you know what? We do have a major problem with fossil fuels and fracking or whatever. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be able just to go A to B, lay out the facts. I'd be like, let me take you back six years. I don't know if you remember the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial when she took a doo-doo in the bed. You know what I mean? And then it would be 45 minutes later and they'd be like, ma'am, you're cut off for time. And I'd be like, and that is why. That is why recycling is so important. When you have such crippling ADHD as I do, I don't think running for political office is the move. Although I do lay out all my demons and, and all my like cards on the table And I definitely think after having Trump for president, where like anything goes, like nobody's trying to hide their shit anymore. You did cocaine, just say it. I would actually like 
politicians more. I think they're all scummy, skeezy. Doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. Everyone's a fucking skis bag. I would like politicians more if they're like, all right, here's a deal. I've done Molly a bunch. I do like cocaine sometimes on Father's Day because I have issues with my dad, but I just do it with my friend Ronnie. He and I are like real tight. We were SAE brothers at UT Tennessee. And I usually have a couple glasses of wine every night. I watch normal porn or I'm into like feet porn. And, um, but I'm very, very into making sure that no kid goes hungry. You know what I mean? Like, just, just tell us what the vices are up front. And I'll be like, okay, I can handle that. Oh, he's in a feet porn, but he's very, you know, pro education and environment. All right. Uh, gets my vote, men or women. You know, I'm not just saying it has to be a man for a politician, but I'm just saying if everybody just laid their cards out and were way more honest in the beginning, it would be, I think, much better. Anyways, I don't know how I went from that to um, a woman who ran over her husband with her boyfriend with a car. But all of that being said, welcome to the South. We're glad to have you. Congratulations. And just know if at any point your man gives you a hard time, you knock on that door next door and he'll at least have eight chances to get out of the way. (laughs) That was a terrible joke, but I'm proud of it. If you know how hard it is when you're shopping for like outdoor furniture, indoor furniture, any of that, you know, it's like insane. Like there's like 40 week lead times and everything's a mess. Dude, I fucking love Article. Article Article.com is my jam. Okay. First of all, they have really well-made, beautiful furniture. I just am obsessed with their stuff. I just ordered these really cool chairs and they're, well, I don't even want to tell you because then I don't want you to get them, but it's a tiny beach sand lounge chair. I got four of them for my backyard and it's awesome. And Article has been so easy breezy. It is so easy to just order it and then they get right to you and they're like, hey, this is when it's going to be delivered. Like some of these other brands, it's like six different middlemen. I freaking love Article. And they've launched their new line of outdoor products for summer 2022. I want you to think oversized statement loungers, streamlined dining pieces, and easy-to-style sofas all for your backyard needs. With 42 new pieces plus a selection of bestsellers from past seasons, Article has what you need to outfit your deck or your pool or whatever for the summer of your dreams. Here's the thing. Article is offering our listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash absolutely, and the discount will automatically be applied at checkout. That's article, A-R-T-I-C-L-E dot com slash absolutely to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. I love them. It's fast, affordable shipping and available all across the U.S. and Canada and is free on orders over $999. All in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less. It does not get better than this. I love their design. I love their stuff. It's high quality. And honestly, the customer service is what is just the freaking best. Again, fair prices. You save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. And I have you $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Again, to claim it, go to article.com slash absolutely. And I got you babies. Heather, it's Katie from the Boston area. I just recently took a job during COVID um, as a nurse, but working from home, being a triage nurse. Anyways, I'm working with a group of middle-aged women, a lot of estrogen, a lot of opinion on how the group text should be run during the day. A lot of good mornings, a lot of smiley faces, always polite. You know what I always don't wanna do? Be polite with my coworkers. I want to sit in my house, in my sweatpants, possibly braless, and not listen to you guys say good morning and compliment each other all throughout the day. 
So when I casually leave the group text and you tell me it's rude, I kind of want to blow my brains out. That's all. Um, love and light. Tell me how to be a more polite coworker, please, in the times of COVID. Wait a minute. Hold on. Time out. Call the governor. I'm so confused. How the fuck are you a triage nurse from home? I mean, am I just fucking stupid? Triage, let me look this up. Triage is the ER, right? Triage is like actual trauma. It stems from the word trauma. Maybe it doesn't, but yes, hold on. Let me see. Triage is, okay, works in the ER. I am so confused. It literally says, a triage nurse will provide professional nursing assessments, prioritize treatments according to the urgency of need and initiate medical care to patients arriving at the emergency department. So if, what does somebody zoom you with their arm dangling off and you're like, go for it? I am bewildered. I am perplexed. Now, if triage nurse means you're the fr- first line of defense, like you're sitting at the desk. And if I run up to you and I'm like, my colon fell out, you're like, get in the back of the line. Or if I'm like, I'm having a heart attack, you're like, ding, 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 room one. That makes sense. But I do not understand how some of you medical professionals are just doing this shit from home. You got your kids watching Dora the Explorer in the, in the next room over. And I've got a fucking, you know, my fucking tibula has come out of the the socket and it's busted through the skin and you're just zooming me telling me, yeah, go to urgent care or not. If a triage nurse is actually the person who's like, like if I were to come in and I'm like, I'm having a heart attack and they're like, get the paddles. Like if you're the one who's actually supposed to physically do the medical thing, or maybe that's just an ER nurse, I don't know. But if that, if you're the one who's actually laying healing hands, then I am very confused how you're doing this out of your garage. If this is just like a bootleg medical operation, you know what I mean? Where you're like, yo, come over to Brenda's house. Did you cut yourself? We got you. (laughs) Like Brenda's urgent care. If that's it, then like, good for you, bitch. Nobody even needs a medical degree to do that. You're like, listen, I was a Girl Scout. I know basic CPR. You bleeding? I got you. I got duct tape and rubber cement. Let's fucking zip zap, zop that leg back up. But if you are like actually the person laying hands in the hospital, I don't understand how you're doing this from home. I'm very confused. (laughs) It's like, it's like a general surgeon being like, yep, I took a job working from home. Like, excuse me? So if my face falls off, you're going to walk me through the steps? Anyways, I know that's not what you called in for. What you called in for is how to be a better coworker. All right. You're upset with the group text. Now I got to be honest with you. I am in 14,000 fucking group texts. My PKP girls, I love them to death, but we have so many, like literally we'll have branch off conversations. If we're in the main PKP group and one girl's like, Hey guys, I love Chanel lip gloss. <laughs> literally 30 seconds later, the three girls who hearted the Chanel lip gloss, you know, bubble will then be in a side conversation. And then I'll get a new group text that just says Chanel gloss. And then it'll be like me, Elizabeth Howard and like Candace. And then we'll just be sending Chanel lip glosses to each other for like four days. It's not like a branch off gossip conversation. It's just 
if one person says one thing like, you know what I love? Cryotherapy. <laughs> like five girls are now in a cryotherapy chat. There are so many motherfucking messages from this group. I'm like, guys, I am overwhelmed. Now, now that I have a little downtime, I'm trying to stay on the pulse of the group text. I'm not great at it. You guys already know my love language is not text. It is FaceTime me, dial me, chit chat. Let's talk about it. Because I feel very strongly like for the subtext of the other side text group, I could just literally get on a FaceTime for 45 seconds with these hoes at Saks and be like, I'm at the beauty counter. These are the three lip glosses you need. See you bitches. And then hang up the phone. But no, these hoes insist on having 65 group texts. That being said, I'm not great in a group text. You can mute the notifications. That is a thing you can do. So I would highly suggest muting the notifications. And when you say that you're a triage nurse and you hate it when your other coworkers send you a smile in the group text and it makes you want to, and I quote, not allegedly, but and I quote, blow your brains out. That is a little alarming. You know what I mean? Would it kill you just to send a little, literally just a, a heart, a thumbs up? Hey, girlies, crazy day in the triage. I'm running... I'm sewing up legs in my garage or whatever the fuck you're doing. I think we just say, hey, girlies, check back in at the end of the day. Kiss. You know what I mean? Do I absolutely not want to be in that group text with coworkers? No, I fucking don't want to be in that group text. But will it, will it absolutely kill you? You're already running a bootleg ER out of your fucking garage in your cookie cutter neighborhood where all the homes look like model homes. So the least you could do is just send a fucking smiley and hey girlies if you say hey girlies not hey girls hey girlies crazy day <laughs> crazy day crazy day sewing people's faces on sewing people's faces back on in my garage with my little son Caden he's 11 I showed him what to do um but I'll talk to you guys later send your blood pics later kisses and then like a tongue out emoji these hoes will get off your back all right that's what I do. I tell these bitches, I go, listen, I get off an airplane if I'm not connected to Wi-Fi and I have 755 text messages. Do you know the fucking level of anxiety that gives me that I have to catch up to your fucking text messages? And then I've got 65 different subgroups. One's about lip gloss. One's about period cups. The next one's just about, you know, a Hyundai commercial. And I'm like, why am I in a group text about a Hyundai commercial? And they're like, because we thought you'd find it funny. And I'm like, I am so motherfucking confused right now. But what I am mostly confused about is the fact that you're running a bootleg operation out of your home and you should be happy that those other girlies are not calling the feds on you and shutting the operation down. Capiche? Don't be such a twat. Just send a, hey girlies, busy day in the triage kissy face and then circle back later and then just go through and heart a couple things in the conversation and keep things copacetic. Cause I'm going to tell you what, at your six month peer review, it's not going to be looking too good for you when they have all the evidence of you cutting people open next year, Kia Telluride in your garage with your son, Caden. You hear me? Great. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, hey there. This is Abby from Arlington, Georgia. You've never heard of it there. Ain't nothing ever at a Dollar General. But I just wanted to say absolutely not to prepping for a colonoscopy. Absolutely not. That's all you got to know. Have a great day. Bye. 
Abby from Arlington, Georgia. You're right. I have never heard of Arlington, Georgia, but I bet it's a great town. And I bet you tear it up at that Dollar General. Abby, you have such a deeply intense, beautiful, sweet Southern voice. And I'm so glad I got this voicemail. It makes me so happy. Listen, you know, I play these big cities, but to know that I've got one fan in Arlington, Virginia is just Really, the cat's meow. And I would love to come down and do a private show for you at the Dollar General. Maybe we can go in there and roast some of the employees. (laughs) I'm sure there's some of your relatives and I would love to really stir the pot at the family reunion. Abby, thank you also, though, for the quick and concise voicemail. Some of you hoes call and it's 45 minutes later and there's no point to the story. So this was great. Hey, you don't know me. You don't know where I'm from fucking colonoscopies. They're a son of a bitch. Bye. Great. I agree, Abby. Absolutely not to a colonoscopy clean out. Now, if you've never done a colonoscopy, I know I have a real, you know, assortment of different ages that listen to me, a wide range, if you will. I had a colonoscopy at 19. I was having some gastrointestinal issues. And, you know, my dad and I think at the time we were both doing a colonoscopy the same weekend. You drink this stuff that tastes like Like if Gatorade, if they took a bunch of seawater, not just specifically salty water, but seawater, you know how seawater's different than just salt water? If they took seawater, like went out into the middle of the Indian Ocean, maybe the Pacific Ocean, got a couple heaps of plastic from the ocean, you know, like some loose, you know, soda can, that that plastic soda can ties that you're supposed to cut up before you before you put it in the trash because then like it it chokes the ducks out and shit like that like that like if you take that level of dirty seawater and you put it in a in a jug and then it's kind of like Gatorade-esque flavored with a little lemon lime you have to drink that and it's it's something like 40 fucking gallons I mean it's you don't walk around town looking like you're a bodybuilder who like you know the bodybuilders carry around the gallon of water no 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 this is like Like people just know when they see this very specific jug, they know you're prepping for a colonoscopy. You drink it down within, I'd say an hour. You are literally running for your life. It is like a faucet turned on, on your butthole and it's just liquid and it has to fully clean you out. The reason it has to fully clean you out anally, if you will, is because then the next day the doctor's going to go in there with the camera and search through your colon, look for polyps, look for any cancerous cells, you know, look for anything, maybe a debris, something that's irritating it. That's why you do a colonoscopy. When I was being wheeled in for my colonoscopy at 18, they literally said to me, the doctor was like, what are you doing here? I mean, you're our youngest patient of the day. And as the anesthesia hit, I looked up and I said, well, doc, I'm having a shitty day. And in that moment, I literally, right before I passed out on the anesthesia, I thought to myself, that was a great fucking joke. And I'm going to be a goddamn star. And I went face down because they roll you over because they have to stick a tube in your butt. But if you don't think that I had a slamming fucking joke before I was literally about to get anally probed by probably that bitch named Brenda, who this could have been the back of her garage for all I know. Okay. But I got rolled over and that doctor said, what are you doing here? You're our youngest patient of the day. Hey doc, I'm having a shitty day. I mean, that's fucking classic, classic, classic Heather. But I agree with you, Abby, prepping for colonoscopy, you at some point sort of lose the will to live. There is no pride left. It really takes the ego out of just who you are as a person. There is no way you can continue to even look at yourself in the mirror when you have had 
that much just liquid come out of a hole that usually doesn't have liquid come out of. It is a soul draining, soul searching moment. I do think everybody should have a colonoscopy, not only obviously because colon cancer is a real deal, but really just to humble you and clean you out. You do feel light as a feather, stiff as a board when you come out of your colonoscopy. And I will warn you, Abby, well, actually, I'm sure you're going through it right now and you've probably already had the colonoscopy happen. When they wheel you out of the colonoscopy operating room, you go into, I don't know how your hospitals run. This also may be a medical situation just done outside of the Dollar General. I don't know what the Arlington, Georgia hospital looks like, but again, it could be something kind of bootleg like these at-home triage nurses. What I was trying to say is though, they wheel you out and then you are left in like a waiting room, right? And there's just kind of curtains. Like I got mine done at Piedmont Hospital in Atlanta, which is like a very nice hospital. And you're not allowed to leave the hospital until you, okay, you have to actually give an audible flatulent. So the nurse knows that there's nothing like impacted, compacted. You have to toot toot in order to be on your merry way. And it is one of the most hysterical fucking things to pick up, you know, your grandma, your mother, a loved one, your father. I think my sister's even had a colonoscopy because we both had to see like a gastroenterologist. Turns out she was just stressed because of law school. Turns out I actually have medical issues, but we're fine now. So you go into this room, like you have to have somebody come pick you up after colonoscopy because you were, you were heavily sedated when they literally alien anal probed you. And, and you just walk around and you're like, you literally have to find the fart. So that's how you find your family member. You're like, Oh, Robin, is that you? That's a cartoon fart. That's my mom. That's how you find your family members. And you pull back the curtain and they're just drugged up. And then you're starving because you haven't eaten for like 24 hours because you can't eat while you're doing the colonoscopy prep. So my mom's fucking ripping cartoon farts. I mean, she, her farts sound like the Tasmanian devil. Do you know what I mean? Something about a mom cartoon fart. It's just so funny to me. And so she looks at me just ripping ass and she's like, <laughs> and I quote, Robin goes, take me to Ted's Montana Grill. I need a buffalo burger. Stat. And if you know Atlanta, you know, there's that shitty Ted's Montana grill across from Piedmont hospital. And so my mom, I am wheeling her out of the hospital as she's just Tasmanian devil and tooting down the fucking hospital corridor. I put her in the car and I'm like, all right, let's go get you a Buffalo burger, bitch. Like when I think of things that you probably shouldn't eat after a colonoscopy, bison's at the top of the list. Do you know what I mean? Like bison is one of those meats where if you're used to eating stuff like veal, bison, deer, elk, you know, wild gamey meat, you're going to be prepared for it. I wouldn't just go rogue on some like, you know, deer fucking fillets after a colonoscopy. And Robin was insistent on getting a Swiss mushroom bison burger post colonoscopy. And I'll tell you what, if you don't think I had to get that card detailed, you had another thing coming for you. But Abby, thank you for sharing that. Absolutely not to also friends of yours who are gastroenterologists. Is that a wonderful job? It is. And I'm so glad that we have people who've decided to take on that role in a medical profession. But you know, you do have to look at those folks a little bit you know, with a little side eye. Um, my friend's dad's a gastroenterologist and I looked at him and I go, hey, you know, Steve, why, why, why such a farty business? 
you know, we're having a martini on the back porch. I go, why such a, why, why'd you get into the anal business? Well, what, what was that? He said, it's great money and they have great hours, which also does check out. But I feel like you could have just like leaned dermatology. Although then you have to look at people's warts. Either way, it's, I mean, you got to have a, maybe it's just you have a really thick moral compass and character. Maybe the gastroenterologists of this world have great senses of humor and have great moral compasses. So maybe I shouldn't literally shit on them the way I am. (laughs) You see what I did there? Oh my God. Listen, this has been such a fun episode. I love giggling with you guys. I love that we're not taking ourselves too serious. But at the end of the day, remember, remember, if you need to get back on birth control to fix your life, do it. If you need to, I don't know, allegedly try and run your boyfriend over with the car, do it right the first way. I'm kidding. That's a joke. We're probably gonna have to edit that out. It's a joke. What I'm trying to do is a funny wrap up of today's episode. And I've just realized some days my content and my jokes are so hot fucking fire that I've already done the work there. So I don't need to double down on the humor because guess what? It was chef's kiss from the beginning, from the jump. But I will say I am absolutely filing a report on our fellow triage nurse who's been working from home with her son, Caden, uh, because I feel like that's probably a malpractice lawsuit waiting to happen. In the meantime, between time though, thank you for tuning into the Absolutely Not Podcast. And as always, you can call into the Absolutely Not line, 800-213-7503. Guys, in the next couple of days, please bring me your fire content to the Absolutely Not line. I'm going to be going hard on the voicemails. I want to hear what y'all have been up to so we can all spiral together. And remember, it didn't happen if you say allegedly. Arrivederci. Ciao, Bella. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.